Hello, iTap Online community, and welcome to another episode of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance podcast brought to you by your online source for tap dance education, iTapOnline.com. My name is Hilary Marie. I am your host, and I'm here to support you in your tap dance journey with quick and easy access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration. And today, It's all about wrapping up this 2019 year. This is the last podcast of the 2019 year. And then, my friends, we are moving on to 2020. The 20s are coming back, and it is my great hope that we will be filled with many tap dance gigs as a result. (laughs) So may your 2020 year bring you many, many throwback gigs. But in all sincerity and in all seriousness, you know, let's talk about this 2019 year and let's talk about how we step into 2020. So back in episode 11, I shared with you guys why I don't really love New Year's resolutions. You know, they're they're so like you set it, you forget it, you go so hardcore ready to take it on and be this new person and do these new things. And it's just not a really functioning and effective way to achieve your goals and I'm all about goal setting I am a super goal setter I am a super journaler and I love to knock my goals out of the park and I love to manifest my thoughts and my dreams but I just never really feel like a New Year's resolution is the way to go. So back in episode 11, I shared with you guys that what I love to do is a past year review. And I'm going to share a little bit of my past year review with you guys today in hopes that it will inspire you to pull out your calendar, do your past year review. Now, the goal in this past year review is to step back, take a look at that calendar, and I want you to consider everything that you did, every gig you took, every class that you taught, every friend that you hung out with, every place that you went, every class that you took, every place that you traveled, right? Every single aspect of your calendar. And I want you to put it on one of two lists. One list is the love it list. It is, you know, it's the man, this, you know, doing this made me a better person. It made me feel good. It raised my standards. It helped me learn. It helped me grow, right? So that's your love it list. And then your other list is the leave it list. And plain and simple, it's what you want to leave behind in the 2019 year and not invite into your 2020 year, all right? So you're going to have your love it list and then you're going to have your leave it list. And then from there, you're going to write a learn list. And those are the insights that you have, the things that you want to remind yourself of as you go into this next year the lessons that you simply learned and that you want to recognize and carry forward with you so I'm going to share with you a little bit of my love it list some of my leave it list and a bit of my learn it list well not learn it list but learned (laughs) all right let's get started with 
Next step. All right, so I have a pre-professional tap dance company called Future Step Tap Company. They are in residence at my studio, Grooves Unlimited Dance Studio in Livingston, New Jersey. And this is a pre-professional company for tap dancers ages 10 through 25. It is for advanced level tap dancers. We work with live music. We work on the creative process. They learn choreography from me and they do lots of performances. They do at least 10 performances from the September through June season. And actually this year, we dropped two music videos. So if you want to check those out, you can go on YouTube and you can type Unplugged Hillary Marie, or you can type Tap Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Hillary Marie. And I will also share those in the show notes of this episode, which you can find by going to itaponline.com forward slash zero five five for episode 55. All right, so next step is on my love it list because this is the apprentice company that I created for Future Step Tap Company in February of the 2019 year. I noticed that the level of Future Step Tap Company was becoming so high that the barrier to entry to invite new dancers into the company was going to become an issue in the near future. So I said, what can I do to smooth out that transition? And so I decided to create an apprentice company. And so that is why I started it. It is going so, so well. And I can truly see these dancers, you know, who are coming in at an intermediate level and because of their participation in Next Step Tap Company, along with their participation in master classes that I host at the studio, my weekly tap classes at the studio, including a regular tap technique class and improvisation class. I see them up leveling. I see them getting ready to jump up and transition into future step tap companies. So that has been very, very exciting. And I'm really, really glad that I did that. That is on the love it list. All right, next on my love it list, we did a third studio build out for Grooves Unlimited. So we used to have two studios. One was a dedicated hip hop studio. The other was a dedicated tap studio with a beautiful, beautiful wood floor, my friends. And if you ever need help researching how to, you know, go ahead and install a quality sprung gorgeous hardwood floor in your studio I have two podcast episodes for that that will help you out so you guys can always check that out but anyway we decided to expand this year and we built out a third studio I'm very glad that it came to life I'm very glad that it is done and it is on my love it list all right so that's all things grooves unlimited for the most part now on my love it list for itap online is the itap online teacher training program in 2019 i kicked off the 99 day itap online teacher training program and my mission with this program was to grow the tap dance community one passionate tap dancer at a time by educating the teachers who teach those students, by supporting the teachers who teach those students, right? For every student that we teach, it's another person that we invite into the tap dance community. But I know that for every tap teacher that I support, 
I'm helping to expand the number of students that I'm able to reach out to and as a result have a positive impact on the tap dance community at large. And so I've been very, very passionate about supporting tap teachers in their dance journey. And I really... You know, one of my main goals with this program was to create a safe space for tap teachers to fill in the gaps of their knowledge and learn new ways to approach, teach, and incorporate what I call the five fundamentals into their classes. And the results have been amazing. I have had teachers who are graduating through this program and just seeing the shifts that are happening for them and for their students has just been so fantastic. So two things, if you want to check out what I consider the five fundamentals of tap dance, you can go to itaponline.com slash 045. In episode 45, I share with you what I consider to be the five fundamentals of tap dance. And these five fundamentals are the basis and the, the foundation of my ITAP Online teacher training program. And if you're also interested in potentially joining this program, head on over to itaponline.com click the teacher training button and you can find out more information on the program there and you can apply for it now so that when the time comes and I start accepting applications for the next round because this is not a year-round training it's not something that you start on your own it's something that we come together with a group of teachers and they go through all 99 days together and they graduate together and that is because accountability my friends is very very important in the success of supporting each other as tap teachers, supporting each other within the tap dance community. So if you're interested in that, you could go ahead and check it out. But that is definitely on my love it list for 2019. And I guess that's also going to make its way onto my learn list, lessons learned. Um, I know that's not until later and I'm cheating and I'm jumping ahead. But in 2019, I learned how passionate I am about supporting tap teachers. I really am. I just want to see, you know, this beautiful space, this beautiful world, this beautiful community where we uplift our teachers, where we don't get angry with each other for things that teachers don't know, that they were never taught and that they're therefore not teaching their students. That's not the type of world that I wanted to see. And so I worked very hard to create the ITAP online community as a safe space for teachers to be able to learn and continue to grow because that's what it's all about. That's what it's about for our students and that's what it's about for us as teachers as well. So that's gonna go on my lessons learned list. But back to the love it list. My next item on my love it list for 2019 are the ITAP online family live chats. So I started doing twice a month live face-to-face -face chats online with ITAP online family members. So ITAP online family members are subscribed members to the ITAP online website and it used to be that if you were an ITAP online family member you had access to the ITAP online video library but now you also have direct access to me face-to-face -face and live two times a month. These chats have been absolutely fantastic. I was doing a lot of live Q&A talks on Facebook and I said to myself why am I not doing this more I really enjoy this I love having the opportunity to talk to people to hear about 
what's going on in their studios, in their classes, in their communities, and help them out and help them brainstorm, come up with new ideas, give them suggestions, give them corrections, give them assistance in anything that they need within their tap dance journey, within their tap dance program, and through these live chats, as well as through the ITAP teacher training program, I have seen people exponentially grow their tap dance programs, and that has been just I mean it's the mission here you guys it's the mission for me at ITAP online and to see that come true has has just been really special for me and something that I'm very very thankful for so the ITAP online family live chats are on the love it list all right so now let's talk some performances. I had a number of beautiful, beautiful performances this year. And now earlier in the 2019 year, I know I talked about, you know, not having resolutions and things like this, but there was one thing, one goal that I had set for myself. And that was that I made a promise to myself to perform at least once a month as a studio owner, as a touring tap dance teacher, as a, you know, a friend, a daughter, a wife, uh, you know, as all the things that we are in this life and in this world, sometimes it's easy to forget to set aside the time for the thing that you are so, so passionate about. And for me, that is performing. And sometimes, you know, the calendar would just slip by without a gig, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. And you said, oh my God, what happened here? And there were opportunities that you just missed that you didn't take on. And so I changed my approach to performance and philosophy for this year. And this was really inspired by a trip that I took to Europe. I noticed in Europe that they do shows like every week, all the time. Everything is a performance. Everything is a show. And I, so I sat back and I said to myself, why am I not performing as often as I would like to? And I said, well, you know, the budgets just aren't there. And I said, well, why are the budgets not there and I said you know because the productions that you're producing you know they're big ticket productions they're high cost productions the shows that I was creating were in the you know anywhere between the 10 and 25 thousand dollar cost mark of the productions that I was creating and a lot of theaters just aren't giving those types of budgets on a regular basis you know you could come across those gigs maybe a couple of times a year but I wasn't coming across them as often as I would like to be taking the stage so I said to myself all right well why is the budget so high and it was because you know I would bring four dancers and you know four musicians and a stage manager and you know a lighting engineer and a sound engineer so I started cutting back I said all right what if I use local lighting engineer local sound engineer I, I can't trade my stage manager you know my stage manager shout out to Devin I love you very much there is no trading my stage manager. <laughs> but I just, you know, I started saying, all right, what can I do to cut back? And then I was also asking myself, well, why does the show have to be in a theater? It doesn't have to be in a theater. It could be in a bar. It could be in a studio. It can be on a street corner, right? So I'm, I just went through all of these thoughts and all of these shifts and all of these changes. And so I spent my year doing 
improvised duet performances. So it would be me and another musician, typically a pianist, because I really connect with pianists, especially for a 60-minute improvised set. I really, I really connect with that. But for example, I also was doing full sets with a good friend of mine, Amy Madeline, who is a ukulele singer-songwriter, and we have a beautiful Valentine's Day video that you guys can check out on YouTube if you search Can't Help Falling in Love. Hillary Marie, you will find that on YouTube, and I'll also go ahead and put that in the show notes of this episode. But, you know, I just asked myself a lot of questions and it brought me to completely scaling back. And so I was performing regularly, doing house concerts, in-studio performances. I also had the opportunity to take the stage at NJ Pack, which was very exciting for me. New Jersey Performing Arts Center is really, it's New Jersey's, I mean, it's like New Jersey's Apollo, if you will. You know, it's it's the big stage of New Jersey out here, you know, alongside the State Theater. And I had taken the stage many times at NJ Pack, but this was the first time that I had the opportunity to perform my body of work as a soloist at NJ Pack. And that was very exciting. So on my love it list would be all of these beautiful improvised 60-minute duet shows that I did at least once a month, and I will be continuing those in the 2020 year because I found in there that I have a love and a passion for improvisation and storytelling, and I'm looking forward to more of that. So that's on the 2020 Love It list. And another one um, in the performance category, as well as the tap festival category, would be my trip to Brazil. I had the opportunity to teach and perform at the Brazil International Tap Festival by Cristiani Matalo. And my goodness, you guys, what a fantastic trip the people the passion the culture I mean the passion is evident in their language it's in the way that they that they greet each other you know just their standard hello is like hello my dear how are you I I send you love like that's how they say hello to each other on a daily basis even if they don't even know each other it's just ah the passion the language the food the music the food and the music and the dance. My goodness, you guys. The tap community out there is top-notch. The students are on absolute fire in Brazil. It was honestly the best student showcase I had ever seen at a tap festival to date. These dancers were telling stories. They were using props that weren't frivolous that weren't unnecessary they actually found a way to truly tell a story start to finish and make use of a prop that was actually necessary to to bringing their story to life and they used tap dance as their vehicle and it was just it was just fantastic so I send lots of love to Christiani for um, inviting me to such a beautiful beautiful event so Brazil is on the love it list for 2019. Next I have on the love it list 
the 10th annual celebration of Jersey Tap Fest. This was the intimate edition. So I scaled back the festival from being, you know, 250 students of beginner, intermediate, and advanced and pre-professional level with, you know, 15 to 20 faculty members running four studios of classes at once and a big show and the whole thing. I scaled back. And it was a really big pivot. It was it was a 180 degree turn because the festival was growing rapidly, exponentially every year. I mean, really since year six, it just, it really boomed year after year after year after year. And I found myself in the 10th year wanting to do something completely different for no other reason than I just needed something different. You know, I started this festival when I was 17 years old. And so for every single year, every single summer, I did not know a summer without producing and directing this event. And I wanted to experience that for myself. And so I held an audition-based application online, and I chose 20 tap dancers. The audition called for high-level teenage or adult tap dancers around the world and so I accepted 20 from around the world and I had three different artists join me it was Anthony Margerato, Brill Barrett and Claudia Raharjanoto and the entire festival was focused on the creative process these dancers were put into groups uh, they created different pieces of their own under our direction but it was truly their choreography, their improvography with live music. They learned the ins and outs of the creative process. And I mean the entire creative process. They didn't just learn how to choreograph. They learned how to collaborate with other people. They learned how to create a show order. They learned how to set the stage, how to set the lights, how to name their pieces, how to come up with a theme, when and who should step on stage to talk during the show, how to set the seating arrangement, every single aspect of the creative process. And I just loved it. I loved it so much that I'm doing it again in 2020. So in summer of 2020, I will be looking forward to inviting another 20 high-level teenage and adult tap dancers from around the world. If you missed your chance to apply, go ahead and head to jerseytapfest.com. Check it out. Send me an email. It's going to be another beautiful summer. I'm really, really excited for that. And so that was on the 2019 Love It list. And hopefully it'll make its way over to the 2020 Love It list as well. All right, next and my final item on my love it list. And then I'm going to talk about the leave it list because I bet you guys want to know. I bet you want to know what I'm leaving behind in 2019 because it's important. It's important to think about those things. But the next and final item on my love it list for 2019 is my mastermind group. I joined in January of 2019 a two-year mastermind group for studio owners. It is truly the best in its class. I have not seen a program like this at all in the dance studio community. 
it's it's unrivaled it's <laughs> i all i can say is if you are a studio owner send me an email and i will get you the information that you need because this program has changed my life for the better it has changed the life of my team for the better of my students for the better and of the community that our dance studio resides in for the better and if you want to hear a little bit more about it, you can check out episode 52, where I was giving thanks and gratitude, and I spoke a little bit more in depth about this program. So I'm very, very happy about that. I love it, love it, love it, and I know I will love it in 2020 as well. All right, so on the leave it list, here we go, my friends. First things first, renovations. I am leaving renovations in the 2019 year. I spent approximately six months of this year living in construction between construction that was being done in my home and the third studio being built out at Grooves Unlimited. It was about six straight months of construction, of permits, of building of contractors of people just coming in and out of dust oh my goodness my friends the dust if you've done renovations before you know the type of dust I'm talking about it's six months worth of dust that no matter how many times you clean it you just don't understand where it is coming from so I am definitely leaving the renovations behind in 2019 and now this next one on my leave it list is one that many of you probably didn't know about. I am leaving eye surgeries behind in the 2019 year. I had a total of four eye surgeries this year, starting, I believe, about in April. And the most recent three eye surgeries that I had were really in the last about four or five months of back-to-back -back eye surgeries. So I had some complications from a LASIK enhancement that I had done. So I initially did LASIK a few years ago. I opted in to have an enhancement when my prescription regressed. And I was one of the unlucky, you know, 0.07 whatever percent of people who have complications and then you know with every single surgery that I had after that to correct said complications I was the 0.07 percent of that surgery and then of the second corrective surgery and so now I am currently recovering from my third and what I expect to be my final corrective surgery totaling four eye surgeries for this year i am leaving eye surgeries behind in 2019 i have a lot of love and respect for my eye surgeon who has guided me through this unfortunately painful and very frustrating journey but I expect not to be ever seeing him again in the 2020 year. So cross your fingers and cross your toes for me, ITAP Online community, that this one may be the final eye surgery of my lifetime, not just of the year, but of my lifetime. So that is that for my leave it list. I am, I'm actually really honored to not, I don't know if honored is the right word. I am grateful 
I am grateful and I am full of gratitude and thanks that those are really the only two things that I have on my leave it list. Now, of course, there are some gigs that I did here and there, whatever, you know, some some stuff like that that ends up on your leave it list, but it wasn't sizable. It wasn't a really big thing. But these, the renovations and the eye surgeries, these are the true leave them behind in 2019 aspects of my leave it list. All right, so now let's wrap it up with the learned lessons, the learned it list, the learn it list, definitely learned, past tense. All right, so here I have change is hard no matter how much you prepare for it. All right, so 2019 was a really big year of change. I know that I talked a lot about you know, the changes, not just in Jersey Tap Fest, but I had so many changes at Grooves Unlimited. You know, we, we did a lot of programming changes. We did a lot of restructuring that we felt really supported who we are, who we want to be within our community, within the dance studio community, within the local community that we reside in, who we want to be to our students, who we want to be to our team. And that led to a lot a lot, a lot, a lot of changes. And no matter how much you prepare for those changes, it's always going to be hard on somebody. So I am thankful to have learned that lesson because now I, I wouldn't say I am fearless of making changes, but now I'm less cautious about making a change you know before I was afraid oh if I make this change then it's gonna be this big thing and people will be upset and oh what will I do and now I've learned just make the change that's best for you make the change that's best for your heart for your program for your studio for your students whatever it is whether this is in business whether this is in your tap dancing whether this is in your your regular day-to-day personal life and your friendships make the changes that are best for you because no matter how much you prepare for it it's going to be a little bit difficult so knowing that don't shy away from it don't be scared of it go all in and make the changes that you know are going to be best for you And that change can also apply to friendships. I had a lot of friendships that shifted and changed throughout the year as well. And that's real, right? So we become new people. We become different people. We, not different, different isn't the right word. We shift, we learn, and we grow. And there's nothing wrong with those changes. Those changes are a beautiful part of life. I experienced so many of them in the 2019 year, and I'm thankful for that. So thankful for the change and the lesson that I learned from it. Another lesson that I learned in this year is that team is everything. For so many years, for so long, I have been a one-woman show. And even, you know, when I hired people to help me, it was like I was the one-woman show who hired out to delegate to other people to help me do my one-woman show thing. And in the last, I want to say, couple of years, I really learned that that's, that's not a way to function. It truly is about team. 
my vision is nothing without my amazing team who helps me to carry it through and bring it to life. It is truly a team effort. And I've learned a lot about team building. I've learned a lot about being a team leader. And that's, you know, that's one of the big lessons that I have to take away from the 2019 year is that team is everything. And my last big lesson learned is that I should be very thankful for my body and how impressive it is, what it's capable of, you know, four eye surgeries and this eye heals over every time. You know, if you think about every injury that anybody has ever been through, you know, I had a friend who uh, was walking around in the middle of the night She's a friend of mine through martial arts. She was walking around in the middle of the night, stumbled over something, and clean broke her shin bone. Just a clean freaking break right across. And, you know, eight weeks later, that bone has almost healed itself and is almost put together. What? You guys, the human body is amazing. And as frustrated as I have been personally with my body dealing with these eye surgeries, you know, each eye surgery, it was so hard for me because it felt like my body was failing me. It felt like my, like I was being cheated of the way a human body should function. And the truth is that this body is extremely impressive and wow I mean it <laughs> that's just as I'm sitting here thinking about it you know I'm just giving thanks for the way that this thing functions and so I needed to be reminded of that as I go into this 2020 year that I give thanks for my health and this beautiful body that I have and what it allows me to do. It allows me to tap dance on a regular basis and share my love of music and dance with the world. So with that, you guys, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with you my love it, leave it, and lessons learned list. I hope you'll do the same and I hope that you'll write your own list. And if you want to share it with me, you can always reach me in the ITAP Online Community Facebook group, which you can easily get to just by going to itaponlinecommunity.com or you can send me an email at contact at itaponline.com. I answer every single post. I answer every single email. I will always, always write you back. And if you are an ITAP Online family member, I will look forward to talking to you face-to-face -face live in our next ITAP Online family member live chat. Check your emails for the next live chat date for the January 2020 year. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful upcoming year. I hope you have a chance to enjoy this holiday season. I hope that you rest. I hope that you relax. I hope you eat delicious food, listen to good music, get your dance on, and spend beautiful quality time with friends and family. And I hope that the 2020 year brings you all of that same beauty and goodness with gratitude, thanks, health, wealth, and all of the things and all of the beauty that you deserve. I wish you all the best and I cannot wait to share a shuffle with you in the 2020 year. 
with 2020 vision, my friends. I will be coming into the 2020 year with 2020 vision. All right, I wish you guys all the best. I will catch you in the next episode of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance podcast. Have a good one. Thank you.